Hi, everybody. It's Neil and Cheryl Josephson from Family Life Canada. We want to thank you for tuning in and even more for investing in your parenting journey. We built this workshop for you to provide real hope, practical help, and proven wisdom for you and your family. Now, just listen, learn, and then live it. Hello, I'm Jen, and I have a business called Families Matter Most, where I get to help parents just like you. Take care of yourself so that you can reach the hearts of your kids. I'm so thankful that you're here today, and I imagine we're having coffee right now. I get to work with single parents, and there are some unique challenges and struggles in the lives of single parents that I just want to address today. I'm hoping that you can feel encouraged, you can feel supported, you can feel really, really seen and heard in our session. I want to give you some tools that are going to help you to stay calm today. Yelling is a problem for every parent. Yelling and anger is a struggle. I know I used to be a yeller. I used to yell every single day as a mom. Um, I have three kids myself. I am not a single parent, so I can't relate directly with that, but I can relate to feeling overwhelmed, to feeling like a failure. If that's you here today, know that you're not alone. I have three boys and when they were younger, I was a mom in the trenches. I felt like nothing I did was working. I felt like it wasn't enough. All of my attempts to get my kids to obey, to behave, to be kind, to get along, to, to make their bed or do their chores, nothing was working. I felt like an absolute failure. And so that's kind of where I found the tools. I figured out what works and I want to share some things with you that I think will make a difference for you today. I want to talk about how to stay calm as a single parent specifically. So thank you to Family Life. I love Family Life. They're fantastic to work with and they're, they really want to serve you. They really want to help you specifically. They recognize, as do I, that there are some unique challenges and struggles associated with being a single parent. You don't have the other person to tag off with. You don't have that person to debrief about the day and to just kind of even verbally kind of process what's going on. You don't have that other person. And I think a lot of single parents are overwhelmed and exhausted. Is that you? Is that you here today? Overwhelmed and exhausted. That's what I hear. That's the feedback I get from single parents is that this is really, really hard really hard. It's overwhelming and exhausting. And I want to just share this with you. It might feel like everybody else has it all together. It might feel like I should be better at this. I should be able to do this. What's wrong with me? Other people can do this so much better than me, but that's really not true. You do hard things. You can do very hard things. I'm, I'm betting you've done some really, really hard things. You've overcome a lot. You can do hard, but you can't do hopeless. That's where we fall apart. That's where we feel defeated. That's when we get into feeling overwhelmed and we're just in survival mode and we're just trying to keep our head above water. We're just trying to, you know, do the things on the list so that we can get to the next day. That's when we feel like it's not working. We feel powerless. We feel defeated. We feel like a failure. That's where it is. So you can do hard. Remember this. Maybe write this down. You can do hard, but not hopeless. I hope you've downloaded the free worksheet that comes with this session. And I hope that you take some time 
to really think about it, to really think about what's going to work for you. Let's adapt the session today. How can we apply it to your life to make a difference for you in, in your home, with your kids, your unique situation? I want to talk about three areas, specifically for single parents that I hear when I work with them every day. First of all, physically exhausted. You're physically exhausted. Let's logistically, just getting enough sleep, just getting through the day can be hard. You don't have that other person. You can't just run out to the store. You can't just make the list and head out and get something done. You are physically exhausted. That's hard. I want you to just take a breath and sit in that for a moment. If you're a single parent, that is a unique challenge. That is difficult. You don't have that other person. But I do want you to do something. Let's recognize that it's harder. This area is definitely harder for you. Let's recognize that. I want you to find someone to trade off with. Find a friend, a family member, a neighbor, someone at church, an, a, another single parent, a, a sister, pay someone, a neighborhood kid, um, a homeschooler. Homeschoolers have lots more free time and they can be flexible during the day. Pay someone to trade off with you. Do that and use that time. And then hopefully if you're trading, it won't even take more money. Maybe you can watch your friend's kids every Friday night and then, or every second Friday night, I mean, and then on the alternate Fridays, you get a Friday night because I want you to have something you're looking forward to in the calendar. And I get it. It can be really expensive if you're trying to Man, to go to a movie and pay for childcare for a babysitter, that is really pricey. I get that. But it doesn't mean you still can't go to a coffee shop or meet, go to a friend's house for coffee or watch a show. Uh, it doesn't mean you can't, you know, take an art class or even take some time for yourself. Go to a library and read a book or work on an art project or do some crafting in the basement. I want something that you can look forward to in your calendar. If I was working with you privately, I would actually get you to open up your calendar and I would want to know what is in there that you're looking forward to. What is something fun that's coming for you in your life? That needs to happen. It needs to happen. We can do hard. We can't do hopeless. You need some hope. My friend, you need hope. I need to see that in the calendar. So if you need to pause this session, open up your calendar Text that friend, say, hey, can we swap some childcare? I want to do this fun thing. I want to have people over for dinner. I want to go out. I want something that you can look forward to. And you will be shocked at the difference this will make. This will help you to get through a hard week when you know there's something really great that's coming. So that's physically. Single parents, you have to really work on dealing with managing doing the very best you can to overcome being physically exhausted. Number two, single parents. Uh, I get a lot of single parent clients that are mentally exhausted. Is that you? Mo emotionally, mentally, you feel like you have to be both mom and dad. You have to be both. You don't get a break. You don't get a night off. You don't get to, you know, hand off the kids to someone else and say, you deal with them. I've had enough. You don't get that. You have to be completely on top of the situation all the time. You have to keep your cool and you have to be both mom and dad. You feel that pressure, don't you? You do. That's common with single parents, but I want you to know that it's not true. Could I even be so bold to say that is a lie? 
That is a lie. And it's contributing to making you feel overwhelmed and defeated. You cannot be everything. Even regular parents, not single parents, feel like they have to be perfect. I want you to take out your worksheet, write this down. What lie are you holding yourself to? A good mom always finish the sentence. What would you say is true? A good dad always, what is it? What is it for you? A good dad always puts his kids first. A good mom always makes time for her kids when they need her. A good dad always meets his kids' needs. A good mom always makes her kids happy. Is that true? Is that the role of mom or dad? What if it's a lie? Let's do another one. A good dad never, what? Finish that sentence. A good dad never yells. A good mom never loses her temper. <laughs> a good dad never puts himself first. Hmm, what else? A good mom never feeds her kids pizza pops. <laughs> what is it for you? What is it for you? A good mom always keeps her house spotless. Hmm? A good dad is never late. What is it that you believe is you're always and you're never? A good dad always, a good mom never. And I want you to sit with that for a minute and ask yourself, could it be a lie? I mean, really, could it be something that you've picked up along the way that you decided you had to be in order to take care of your kids? You had to be both mom and dad. And in addition, you had to be perfect. Let's just... A good mom never yells, never, never. <laughs> um, there are no good moms on the face of the earth then. A good dad always puts his kids first, really? So that means you never get anything for you? You're always gonna be last? Is that true? I want you to rethink this. Uh, a true story of a single mom, she felt like a good mom always puts her kids first. And also at the same time, another lie she believed is that a good mom always feeds her kids healthy, nutritious meals. Well, you know what happens? At supper time, she's trying to make supper with her kids. And meanwhile, her kids want to play. They don't want her to make supper. They want her to play and have time with her. And so she's stuck because she, no matter what she does, she's going to lose. Because part of her is like, no, a good mom has to put her kids first. And a good mom has to play with the kids but at the same time, a good mom has to make a healthy supper and that takes time. And if I play with my kids, then I can't make the healthy supper. And if I make the healthy supper, then I can't play with my kids. I'm a failure. I should just give up. I can't do anything right. I'm a bad mom. That's where it landed in her brain until we could sort it out and look at some of these rules she had for herself and say, wait a minute, wait, whoa. These are lies. These these aren't the truth. What if, what if you could change your mind about that? What if you could, instead of a good mom always puts her kids first, what if you could change it to a good mom does her best to make sure her kids know that she loves them instead of a good dad never yells. How about a good dad tries his best not to yell. And when he blows it, he goes back and, and he apologizes. He owns it. He's working on it. How about that? How about a good mom sometimes puts herself first 
because she needs to look after herself so that she can show up better for her kids. What if you look at some of the lies you're believing and step back from them a bit and say, you know what, maybe, maybe I needed them when my kids were younger, but now that they're a little bit older, maybe I could change my mind on that. Maybe it's okay. Worked with a mom who struggled because she felt like it was her job to make her kids happy. And of course, when she's trying to teach them obedience, she's trying to teach them to be kind. She's trying to teach them to get along and to help out around the house. And how many of you know, they're not always happy about that. She's needing to follow through with consequences. And it's difficult for her inside because she can feel this inside that she's making her kids unhappy. So follow through was really, really hard for her until we could look at these lies and change our mind on them. And hey, wait a minute. Maybe your job isn't to make your kids happy. Maybe your job is to prepare them for their destiny. Your role is to teach them what they need to be successful in life. And that means overcoming. That means learning how to handle disappointment. That means learning how to do hard things. Now she could follow through. Now she could actually go ahead and is okay if her kids aren't always pleased, right? And of course they won't be. That's that's typical kid behavior. That's something that I ask myself. For me, uh, for me, whenever I'm in a situation and I'm starting to get upset and I'm starting to maybe take things personally and I can feel my own anger, I can feel my own sadness, maybe the mom guilt is creeping in. Dads get it too. I've talked to lots of dads. If you're a single dad, you get it too. But to stop and say, wait wait a minute, what do I believe about this? Is this about me? Do I feel like I'm failing somewhere? And I ask myself this other, this other thing. I say, is this typical kid behavior? Is what they're doing typical? Is it, is it normal for kids to push back and not want to help out around the house? Sure it is. Is it normal for kids to ignore you or to say no or to have a tantrum or to stomp? Sure it is. It's typical kid behavior. How about a little bit of sass, a little bit of back talk? Is that normal? Is that typical kid behavior? Absolutely it is. It doesn't mean you're failing. Single mom or dad, you are not failing. Just because you're here watching this session, I am encouraged. I know that you're taking the time. You're willing to work on some of these things. You're looking for help, for tools, for support. Just because you're here, I know that you are doing the very best you can to reach the hearts of your kids. So please be encouraged. Yeah, we're going to work on those things. Absolutely. We're going to work on obedience. We're going to work on character. We're going to work on negative behaviors. We're going to help our kids to be kind and get along and to be good human beings. We're going to, we're going to help them with all of those things, but we don't need to overreact. We don't need to let emotions get into it because this is typical kid behavior. So we covered physical and kind of logistical exhaustion. We covered just now mental and emotional exhaustion. I've got one more that I think is so important. Single moms, single dads, are you spiritually exhausted? Have you been trying to do this yourself? Have you been like carrying the burden on your own shoulders all by yourself? Could I offer that? You were never meant to do this alone. And yes, you're going to say, um, of course, Jen, <laughs> I didn't want to be a single parent. I know. But even more than that, you weren't meant to do this without the Lord. 
You weren't meant to do this. We were always meant to partner with our Heavenly Father. And can I say, as a friend, you needed most of all, you need this. You, of course you need this. You need the support, the encouragement, the guidance, the wisdom from our creator, the, the God who created us, who wants to help you. In Matthew 11, verse 28, Jesus says, Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. I want you to have that rest. I want you to have that peace that doesn't make sense. When life is going crazy and everything's on fire and your kids aren't listening and you're stressed out, I want you to have that peace and that rest that we can have. And maybe you've forgotten that. Maybe you have, maybe you're a person of faith, but you've kind of forgotten that. Maybe you have a habit of just carrying it yourself. You've just taken the burden. And this could be a reminder to put it down. Let's, let's all just exhale and put it down and say, okay, Lord, I've been trying to do this myself. In 1 John chapter 3, verse 1, it says, See what great love the Father has lavished on us that we should be called the children of God. You're doing the best that you can with your kids. I know that you are. I want you to have rest, physical rest, emotional rest, and spiritual rest. What great love the Father has on us. Yeah, that we would be called the children of God. Could we just sit in that for a minute? I want you to overcome. I don't want you to be overwhelmed. I don't want you to be stressed out and feeling guilt for everything you're not doing perfectly. Can I just say, you're doing the best that you can. I hope that you use this worksheet and that you feel encouraged that you're showing up, you're showing up for your kids and you need to take some care of yourself on the front end. Something I've personally been working on myself is to find a pace that I can sustain instead of just running as hard and as hard as I can and then kind of collapsing and then getting up and running, running, running as hard as I can and collapsing again. I'm trying to work on, no, it's not about putting in a hundred percent because I can't do that forever. It's about, okay, could I do 80%? Could I, could I slow it down just, just enough that I can get the big things done and I can deal with that guilt and those, those thoughts, those negative thoughts that say you're not enough and you need to be more and you need to work harder and you need to be mom and dad all the time and you can't fail and you better not yell ever and you better not ever put yourself first. What if we could put that all down? What if we could find a pace that we can sustain that works? And what if, in addition to doing what I told you to do about the calendar and also looking through those lies and asking yourself, is this typical kid behavior? What if we could also practice, you know, there is a heavenly father that is there for me, that loves me. And I'm a child of God. And you know what Jesus said? That if we go to him, weary and burdened, he will give us rest. I'm cheering for you. At Family Life, we are praying for you. We want to help you. We are, yeah, we're your cheerleaders. 
Thank you so much for taking the time. You can find me. I'm at families matter most. There's dot com, the website, but also on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. Just look for families matter most. And then if you like podcasts, there's a free podcast. That's a resource for you. Just wherever you get your podcasts, search families matter most. And I can't wait to hear from you. Let me know what's helping you. What's your aha? If you have any questions, can't wait to chat. Thanks so much. Thanks for listening, everybody. We hope you're feeling encouraged and that you have some new tools to try out in your own parenting. Before you go, we want to remind you that our team is here for you to respond to your parenting questions and especially to pray for you. So please email your questions and any prayer requests you might have to questions at familylifecanada.com. We really do want to help.